Welcome to the YNCN Podcast, a podcast by U of T engineering students where we break down all of your career-related questions. Want to know how other students landed their PYs or whether grad school is right for you? This is the podcast for you. See what's about to happen next, okay? 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 We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? 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 We'll hey, everyone. Thank you for coming and tuning in to YNCN's podcast. We're here today. Um, I'm Sophia and my co-host today, Michael, and we're joined by Josh. So, Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. And also, thank you so much for coming today. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Joshua. Um, I am a fourth year ECE student, um, I guess, plus PUI. Um, I... I'm also a residence don at Chestnut. I was uh, vice chair finance for orientation and happy to be here. Yes. Um, I guess today's topic is about like PUI possibilities. Okay. So like what kind of different opportunities there are for younger students, kind of your journey. So we're going to start off with uh, a bit about your own professional journey. So our first question for you is how did you get your first job and like tell us a little bit about like your first uh First, like, internship, like, real kind of engineering oh, yeah. kind of job. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so my first my first internship was with uh, Bloomberg. And in terms of how I went about getting that, um, I think I, I found the job posting uh, via LinkedIn. Um, so I applied. Um, I don't think this job required a cover letter, so it was just a resume application. Um, then I heard back about, like, the different rounds. Um, and... That was that was sort of like the main gist of it. it was just like finding the opportunity like via uh, LinkedIn, and I knew about Bloomberg because um, in me I, I worked with like Nesby and Bloomberg was one of our sponsors for Nesby Hacks, so like I knew like like a recruiter there, and I kind of like knew what the work environment was like, and I was like almost aiming for them, so like it it was really nice when like I heard back and then like I could start the interview process. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how I went. How did you kind of compensate for like lack of experience or like as somebody who maybe didn't have um, and like, like experience and also like preparing your resume and stuff like that for applying just because Bloomberg that's such an awesome first internship <laughs> kind of crazy so Subtle like how did you, you know? yeah <laughs> so like how did you go about even preparing to apply for the job I guess yeah that, no that's a very good point um honestly it's very it was very challenging just to find what makes me different from like the other like equally talented ECEs um so I think it really just boiled down to identifying um, what key skills that like you have or that you've worked with to highlight on your resume. Um, I remember, like I said before, I had applied, I had done research uh, with Professor Constantin Platoniotis. It was like a machine learning based one. So I know that was like something unique that I had on my resume. Um, then obviously I include like our um, ECE uh, 297. So the Google Maps project, you know, mm-hmm. explaining like D-Strag algorithm and all of that. Um, and I think the other thing I also highlighted was like I was involved in as being like your finance and like uh, Bloomberg being like a fintech company it made sense to also include that so I know that was another thing I was like advised to put so that's sort of like how I went about making myself a bit more like distinguishable from the average like EC students that's really cool that you could also love like actually use the projects from class and make it really good on your resume so that because a lot of people I feel like do all these projects in class and then it's really hard to highlight that on your resume because 
you just know everybody's also doing those projects. So that's a really good way. To or it's either that. like so unique that wherever you're applying yeah. has no idea what this <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, what is this? Like, that sounds cool. But like, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess in that sense, then, like, what do you think has made you successful thus far in your career? I, I guess with this preparedness and then like building yourself up to move on to like uh, bigger and better kind of roles. Okay, um, that is a loaded question. <laughs> um, honestly, I think um, one thing a lot of students fall victim to is just the whole sense of not wanting to brag. I know it's kind of like counterintuitive, but I think a lot of people do a lot of cool and interesting stuff that they just take for granted or they don't know how to properly highlight. So even like as we mentioned, like doing like coursework. I think it's very important for you to like include those, but how you word it is also important. So you want to talk more from like, focus on what part of the coursework you worked on and then highlight that. So be like, I contributed this as opposed to like, my entire coursework was on this, right? That's really what makes it more individualized. And that's how you get some like differences like compared to like other students. Um, and I think for me that, I'll probably say is one of like my bigger strengths. I'm able to like properly communicate like what I've done in terms of like either like clubs or like coursework and and like once you get one internship it really does help like significantly mm-hmm. to like use as leverage yeah. as like hey like these people think I'm like a decent engineer you should <laughs> you should think so too um so yeah I think that just really helps and like properly being able to like say this is what I did and like the whole um what is it it's I believe action um action res- action results and like reflection like when you like make a point on your resume mm-hmm. that kind of like approach yeah. I think that really helps just to help put into like perspective what you worked on and the impact it had at like whatever organization or course like you did it on yeah. Awesome. And also just for like context for everyone listening um, what like previous internships have you had? Um, okay uh, I've, I've had three other internships I interned at Amazon um, then I interned at Intel, and then I interned at Google uh, last summer. That's um, really cool. Those are, like, those are like the top like, yeah. four that people like, dream of. That's actually really That's simple. awesome. Yeah. And like, so what have you learned about what you like throughout all of these internships? Um, damn, that's a good question. I think one thing that I, I personally like grew in importance is the work environment, right? Mm-hmm. So like before you sort of get your first internship your whole goal is just like get me in there like mm-hmm. i'm ready to work like you don't really care about pay you're like if they actually stay longer i was like fine but um like once you've done like your first internship and like you're midway through your second you get a bit more confident like you can like you're more willing to suggest this to, like your manager like hey should we should try this route for some sort of reason you're more confident in yourself and your abilities to deliver on certain like tasks and um, assignments then also like in your future like opportunities that you look at like if i remember my sort of like negotiation slash conversation with intel i was very big on like like what would i be doing like what's the work environment like can i meet the team before like signing or before like confirming to anything because i really wanted to make sure um like the hours were reasonable and i liked what i was going to work on because i felt like at that point i had like a decent amount of experience in industry to know what i don't and like what i do and don't like and like for me Having a good work environment where everyone's like supportive, having reasonable deadlines was a big one. Um, so I was really like, like, what does the manager expect from like his team and things like that? So I, I guess it's like 
when when you start out, it's more like let me get my foot in the door. Yeah, now, yeah. like you're in the driver's seat. Like so, <laughs> yeah. you stare a little. Yeah, let me drive the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're in control of like the job and the career that you want. So and you have options that you can kind of make yeah. your own decision for what's best for uh, your future career path. I guess. Yeah. Um. I guess moving forward from like the internship side of things. Uh, what are you looking to do after graduation? Is are you thinking uh, grad school, going back to work? Um, That's a great yeah. question. Um, so I, I obviously have to like you know pay like no, I'm not trivia. Just I have to highlight the fact like my parents are very big on me going to grad school. Okay. Um, so <laughs> so that's not completely off the table. Um, but like it's a very like low chance for I'm say like a ten percent chance I'll go to grad school. Like now again, I want to go back to the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I kind of I want I my sort of like end goal is I want to take on a managerial role, but I definitely don't want to like start off just I don't want to be a PM like right away. I want to work as like a software eng, like build my technical skills a lot further, and mm-hmm. then like transition into like more like a like a software lead on my team and then a manager. So that's sort of like my like my next path or like next step is just to find like a software uh, position. Hopefully, one of the uh, companies I've like interned at because there are some I really enjoyed and like others, yeah. you know. I'll be happy to come yeah. back. Um, so yeah, that's just sort of like I have fun. And I guess you've done um, you've done research and you've done like uh, industry yeah. internships, right? Yeah. So what are things that you, I guess, enjoyed from both, and why would you prefer the more work side of things more than the research side of things? Okay, that's a very good question. Um, so in terms of comparison, um, I think with research, there's a lot more. There's a lot more, what's the word, like freedom for you to explore based off like simple like hunches. Like you don't really need too much um, technical proof or like proof of concept to, to look into something, right? Because research is very like you're trying to contribute something new to like the given space or environment or you're trying to implement something. So like my research was on uh, machine learning on... Um, um, what's called machine learning and histology paths right so trying to identify like like uh, condemned tissues that, or cancerous cells and things like that so whenever like we thought like for example an ANN might be better or CNN it was simply like oh okay why do you think so based on this reason alright implement it or like work simultaneously mm-hmm. but in industry all your moves and actions needs to be like directed alright because okay. like they can't have you spending too much time on something that may not yield uh, like result for the company mm-hmm. um, so in that sense I, I personally prefer research just because like I really got to like explore like my interests mm-hmm. um, in that sense but then the reason why I'm going in the industry route is um, one compensation is a lot better in industry yeah. um, a lot of people say they don't do it for the money I respect that uh, but like the money is there the money is there <laughs> <laughs> it's real um, but yeah there's that and then also I just feel like um, in industry is a lot more structured right so like mm-hmm. whenever you get into research it's just like you're kind of like you're there like until you're able to actually like contribute like useful content you're sort of like in that phase of like you're still looking into things mm-hmm. but industry yeah. you're just like you're helping your company like implement something or like you're suggesting ideas now they can improve on things and through that you're growing like in your career you're growing in your knowledge so i i, I personally would like prefer that structure because then you know like yeah. how to move forward in that environment yeah that, that definitely makes sense um so Another thing, just building off that, because you had both the experience in research and in industry. So what do you think is a skill or something that you didn't know and that you developed over the past few years through all these experiences that actually have made a big difference? 
Yeah, that's a good one. Could um, be technical, yeah. could be not. Like, like could be some, like, soft skills. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I picked two for this. So, um, one is communication, and then two is documentation, right? So, communication in the sense of I witnessed a lot of um, good engineers have their ideas um, shut down by managers just due to, the, due to, like, lack of proper explanation, right? So, I've just in the sense of, like, as an engineer, you know you often know a lot more than your manager just due to like the nature of things like you work directly with like the product or like whatever service that like your team works on so in terms of like you making suggestions you need to be able to properly communicate that in like simplified terms for your manager to like understand what you're suggesting so communication is key or even like communicating like why certain tasks are taking you longer as opposed to like oh i'm just working on it no like like give like a detailed breakdown i have tried this and like this is why um, so I think communication is something I was like, this is really important. Um, and then the last thing is documentation. Um, this is huge, especially at Google and like a lot of like big companies, they want you to be able to like refer to something being like, okay, you've implemented mm-hmm. this, but like what are some, like how is it, how should it be used? Like where's your readme file to like support what you built? Oh, so like it's really cool. important for you to like properly like document and comment your, and like leave comments on your code. Uh, so people can like easily follow through it and like proper variable names and just some like industry standard like things like that in the whole documentation process. Yeah, because I guess yeah. you're only there for like four months at yeah. a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A year later, someone's like reading your code and they're like, oh, like, what does this mean? It's yeah. like, you initialize a variable like name Josh. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's really cool because even now, like I'll look back at something like schoolwork I did a year ago and I can't understand what I did, let alone someone having yeah, was- to understand that. So that's such a like good skill to develop to mm-hmm. be able to explain your work. And this is a little bit of a related question. What's your perspective on how much time you should spend on like improving your professional image, I guess like the soft skills and those necessary things to get a job versus um, improving like the actual engineering skills? Like I'm sure you have like some balance you like to use, but what's your take? That's a really good question. Um, Honestly, I, I think I'll, I'll probably say 60, 40, 60 being on your technical skills, just because like when it really boils down to it and a lot of um, internship process for a lot of companies, you get like a like a hacker rank and then you get a coding question where you actually have to like code through it. And it's so, like, that is like core skills that you do need. Um, but then the reason why like the other soft skills also pretty high in like 40, is just due to the fact that a lot of companies get a lot of competent people who can do the job but if you're not a cultural fit, you will be like declined. I, I've had friends who have made it to the final stage of like big tech companies mm-hmm. and even turned down after passing like the coding challenge and all technical skills. And then they're in a call with HR and then they swear or like they say the wrong words. Um, you know what I mean? And then thank you. You know, so like it's really important that like you give up the right energy and you know about the company you're trying to intern at. Because a lot of the questions you get is like, why us? It can be like, because you took me, like, you know, like, because you're paying me. So you have to, like, have, like, a genuine reason it's, like, why you would like to work for them or, like, what impact you think you would bring to them as a company. Oh, yeah. So, like, kind of building on that. So what do you think is one investment you've made, whether or not it was, like, a course or a relationship that you made that has paid off the most in your professional career? Um... Sorry, we're hitting you with a lot of Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we're making you think of it more on a Saturday. <laughs> this is what the people want. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
I think having a mentor is is something that I I honestly like heavily encourage and I think I really leveraged a lot in the sense of and like having a mentor can obviously if you have a mentor in your field that's obviously ideal but having a mentor who's not in your field who can just give you some like general life advice um, is really big just because being a student and like trying to sort of like get through the door in a lot of these like company organizations there are a lot of things that you may not realize or like fully understand and just based on your limited knowledge you might take actions that are not the best suited in the given scenario so having someone who's like in industry or like just an adult that's like in a technical sense like technically like experience they can just give you some general advice of like this is kind of appropriate email you should send this is how you should sort of like go about like suggesting this um so i think i mentioned something like i had um and um has been like a huge help to me just terms like helping me like guide me through a lot of big decisions i've had to make um like i remember like one of the biggest things i had was like i got like a return offer to bloomberg for like this like summer right and like i had to turn that down while not having like google like confirmed so like mm-hmm. calls like that you can't make that just yeah. by yourself yeah so it's like it's very intimidating like yeah. especially like when you start in first year and like you don't even know that like internships are a thing or like how it all yeah. works and yeah. all these people are talking about like, oh google like bloomberg intel and you're like how do i even start yeah. so like having those like older upper years where, just like, people like, have done mm-hmm. it it really helps a lot yeah yeah and I was just like talking through people definitely helps. And that's what uh, time to plug uh, YNCN a little bit. That's what <laughs> we're here to help students with. And uh, you've been involved with things like Frosh. You were my HL um, and uh, Nesby as well. So we'll, we'll plug yeah. we'll plug all the school clubs on this yeah. podcast. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, and a little bit of a more, I guess, lighthearted question to end off this first segment um what gives you fulfillment at work is it the work itself the people like the perks um something else um well unfortunately i get to experience that much perks because i was a virtual for most of my internship i know i know um for instance of what gives me fulfillment for me honestly is the trust that like i noticed that people kept in me because at so, like at some point in a lot of my internships, I would leave meetings with like full timers who have been there like 10, 12 years, and I'm the one like giving instructions. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, this has not been completed. I was just wondering is there a reason, and then they're telling me why I have to write it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's just, it's just cause like like and sometimes like my managers are on the call, but like I've had calls where like my manager wasn't there, and I was just the only one representing my team. And for me, that was just so fulfilling because I'm like, this is what I'll eventually be doing. Yeah. And to have, like, someone put that much trust in me, that means, like, I must have showed something that they're like, this kid, this kid can handle it. So I was yeah. like, that really, like, whenever you, you're given that, like, true responsibility or, like, you're asked to, um, what's it called, review, like, a full-timer's code, I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so things like that. Like, just, you believe in me that much. So. Yeah, you're like, wow, you guys really trust me here. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's just, like, that really instills, like, huge right. confidence. Yeah. In is there something you're looking forward to, I guess, in the future, getting back into, like, in-person, real work? Unless, like, you're you're going back virtual for the next... I, I, I'm hoping to go back in person. <laughs> you know, fingers crossed. Um, honestly, I think one thing I'm looking forward to, obviously the perks, like, finally experiencing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also is just, the like, the side conversations, right? Because there are a lot of interesting people I got the chance to, like, meet or, or like, see in a call. But then... 
I couldn't as easily speak to them because I had to schedule a meeting, right? It's like, yeah. hi, are you free to talk to one? As opposed to like, oh my gosh, you're so good up there. Like, wow, like with like, hi, I'm Joshua. Like, not only like five minutes, because yeah. that's really just like what it takes to make an impression on someone, right? So that's what I'm really looking forward to, just being able to have like those side conversations with like um, important people, like in whatever like company you work at, just to like get them as like a point of contact or something you can like easily reach out to like in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. So moving on to kind of like the second segment of the podcast, we're going to go a little bit more questions about um, PEY. So what is advice um, that you would give younger students trying to figure out their professional life and especially preparing for PEY? Um, some advice I would give them is um, you really want to you really take the time to think about what your sort of end goal is or what your interests are right and then you want to obviously you want to try to get positions that tailors to that but also you want to use your PUI to also experiment right because it's like you really don't have that much bills or like well depending on the individual um, at average you don't have that much bills you have a lot more freedom so I think it's a really good time for you to sort of try what you think you like so you can know for sure if this is where I want to end up at um, so that's definitely like my advice, like really take time to think about what you want from your career and then work towards that um, is a big one. And then the second thing is, please stop being humble, <laughs> like respectfully, right? Because I just think a lot of people do really cool and amazing things. Like I was going to people who are involved in like six different clubs and doing like two design teams. And then your resume only talks about like three things. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is your time to really show off like all these things, especially like because you're giving your time and your effort into like all these different like organizations and clubs like really highlight that in a proper like in a formal way on your resume so that's like my big advice like on your resume please flex like this is the <laughs> safe space to flex safe so, space to flex yeah I guess this is more of a personal approach to like in how you go about applying to jobs do you go for like applying as many places as possible or like do you choose like three or four try and like perfect those or do you move through like networking like what's been your personal I guess best practice for um, finding internships or like maybe has it changed throughout the years like was there a different yeah. approach when you first started applying to jobs versus after your first few internships yeah um I think my personal approach was more like um more selective as opposed to like just broad applying to everything because I said like even like similar to like Bloomberg I was like I'm interested in this and like I reached out and then I looked into it to find like when your job postings was. I think that sort of like intentional like actions just kind of holds you more accountable as opposed to just applying for multiple and it ensures that you're able to be on top of responses, right? Because like, mm -hmm. yes, I encourage, I definitely encourage like a fight as much as you can, but then you also need to like, with that, once you get your responses, you need to like also have like a quick reply, like in a professional sense, like respectful. So I think it may be like beneficial for you to like, okay, these are the type of companies I'm interested in and then apply to those and sort of like wait to hear back. Because if you apply broadly, I think you're almost, you almost close the door on a few of them and like, and like I'm just word this properly, just because when you apply to a couple, you can give yourself time to determine if your resume is good right as opposed to if you just apply to a bunch with the same resume and then only three hear back to you that means your resume wasn't as strong but if you apply to a couple then you can like okay none of them are heard okay maybe i need to revamp this then you can like you know what i mean so if you break it into batches you can make iterations on your resume and then use that to gauge what's best in terms of like getting hear back or responses from companies yeah that, that totally makes sense and then also like 
Um, when you perfect your application, when you do you tailor it towards specific, I guess, industries, or do you kind of uh, tailor it towards specific jobs? Since I guess your approach was a little bit more um, towards like picking a specific job you would like. That's that's a very good question. Um, I personally, I tailor it more to industries. I tailor it more to industries um, just because I I think that's a lot better. So in the sense of, I've had. Um, like I have, I've had a resume where it's like this is for a software role, and I've had a resume that I wrote up for my PM roles. Right, I was a PM with Intel. Okay. Right, so like my resume for those are actually like slightly different in terms of highlighting more like my interpersonal skills with like working with like different organizations and groups on my PM uh, resume, and my software resume is more highlighting like technical knowledge and experience like working like HTML different languages on that. So I think filling in more to industries, and I also I have a third resume that I used. <laughs> That used to apply when I wanted to be a residence don, right? That okay. highlights like yeah. volunteer work more than like Leadership, technical. stuff like that. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. So I think having a resume tailored that way is better because having to tailor it to each specific job yeah. will really slow down your application Yes, phase. for sure. And like I, like with my commitments, I couldn't do that. So like yeah. I think just an industry would be ideal. Okay. And then like what's your game plan for interviews? So you hear back in there, like, okay, got to prepare for this interview. Do you have, like, a routine you go to, like, when you're preparing? Um, yeah, wow, okay, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> um, so my routine for preparing for an interview, um, I think, like, lead code or, like, uh, whatever other, like, um, coding, like, form you use to practice, like, uh, uh, coding questions. Um, and then also familiarity with like uh, what's called data structures, uh, databases, um, order and notations, and like all of that was like read code and like determine like time and space complexities. So, like I always like brush that up every time. I think I have like a document on my laptop that's just like the tips. And I just read them like okay, I'm ready. Um, I think that's just a big one, especially in ECE specifically. But then the other thing I think I'll apply like all across the board is in your interview, you definitely don't want to be. And again, I need to explain this. You don't want to be silent for too long in the sense of when, when you ask the question, you want to be silent to like process it. But then once you start talking, you want to like talk with intent, like try to not stutter or use like, um, you want to like make like really sound confident. And then also you want to leave like, like every now and then like, like little pauses to like give the interviewer a, ch- a, t- a chance to chime in. Right. So for example, when I'm coding, I'm like, oh, I'm making this for loop so I can iterate through the array. And then I'm going to, you know what I mean? So like little pause like that, and he's like, yes, 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 that's good. Or like some form of confirmation. Mm-hmm. And then Give that, you some validation. <laughs> while you're doing it. And also like it's an indirect way to like, they because humans don't like silence and they'll rather talk whenever the space is silent and they end up dropping hints. So I'm like, uh-huh. and I'm going to like remove this from the data structure now because I think it will be useful. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like, oh, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? And then you're like, I mean, okay, good point. And then as opposed to you just going through it and things like that. And then be confident, right? Because like that really goes a long way. Because you could say like a string is like a mutable type or like a string is a mutable type, right? And like there's a difference in how you say it and that really comes across to them. So it's like, do you know what you're saying? Or are you just guessing at the questions I'm asking you? So yeah. Yeah, that's a very foolproof like (laughs) Yeah. and more on your uh, personal, like, PY, I guess, uh, 16 months of how you've formatted it. Um, yeah. Why why did you end up choosing to break it up into that, like, for internship uh, approach rather than doing, like, the more traditional, like, 16-month or 12-month uh, internship at one place? Um, that's a very good question in the sense of, like, 
like this is another like really tough decision that I had because I actually had um like a twelve month offer for a company that like I ended up having to like decline to like do what I did. Um, and I think for me it was just the reason why this path made the most sense is because I personally want to end up in the states. Um, just being in like a computer end, I feel like the states really like appreciates the skills. And it's really like the core for a lot of companies. Like that's where their headquarters are, and I kind of want to be like in that space to like learn as much as I can, um, and just to grow and like work there and like network, and then eventually maybe come back to Canada. But ideally, I want to start my career there. So I felt like splitting off my internships gave me like more of a chance. Cause a lot of like states company, like not a lot of them do the PUI route. So they mm-hmm. they almost do like the just the internships like uh, three or four months. So that was, and I, yeah, that was my end goal. So this just made the most sense. I can do chunks. And this way I can also try out different things. Cause I said like, PY is really like your time to experiment. And I took that like wholeheartedly. I really, I'm interested in software, like I'm a software end. But I also, I was, as I said, like my end goal is managerial and I want to see what a PM does, right? So like mm-hmm. in conversion Intel, I was like, hey, like I really want to be a PM. Like, do you have that run? Like, yeah, I was like, this is it. Um, So like with that, it just made sense. I knew like I wanted to like software stuff and I wanted to try a PM at some point and like, it ended up working out so that was lovely and did you make that decision like uh, before you actually started your PUI or were you in your PUI when you decided hey like the 12 month thing I want place isn't for me I want to try doing something different yes um, I so I knew before I started my PUI right? okay because I had to like like once oh, I yeah. confirmed and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I was before, I was like, okay, I'm going to do, like, the four-month split. I didn't have all four of them when I started. Okay, okay. But, like... <laughs> How was that process? Was it always just, like, applying to jobs constantly? Like, every job you have, you're like, hey, okay, where's the, the next one? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that, was a, that was a very interesting period. Um, but, like, I think it's, it's always good to have, like... I know, like, people joke about, like, plan A, plan B, plan C, but, like, I genuinely had that in okay. the sense of, like... Um, I was like, okay, like, worst-case scenario, this is my moves, you know what I mean? So, like, funny enough, like, at the time I had started um, my PEY, like, like my first, like, internship at Bloomberg, uh, like, at that point, I had secured, like, Bloomberg and Amazon. So, I knew, like, I had, like, a bit of time to find, like, my next job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, um, like, big tech companies, once you intern for them, if you do, like, a decent enough job, you get, like, an offer for, like, the next summer, right? So, like, it didn't seem as scary at the time because I was, like... I have two lined up right now. I need to figure out what I'm gonna do before the following summer. Cause I, I was like, you know, fingers crossed, best chance I'm gonna say I could like, like mm-hmm. come back for like another internship from them. Yeah. So I'm like, I have that to fall back to. So the big, the really big concern is like, what am I gonna do for the third part? And I ended up doing like the next two differently, but like, that's what I was gonna say. It's like, mm-hmm. when you really like put it into context, and again, this is not just me realizing this, but like me talking to like my mentors and like a few faculty members, just like, hey, like, can I get some advice on this? And like, like this is usually what happened. Like, that's a good point. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I ended up working out. And so like, did you, so before you went into your first internship, you also kind of in your head had the game plan of you wanted to have a few tech roles and then one like PM role. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So was that one of the, I guess you kind of spoke about it, but one of the more larger factors of why you decided to break it up just to have that experience in both PM and like more software dev and like a mix of all of so I would say that's part of it. I would say it's a big one just due to like the fact that like you could still do like a 12 software like role and then a four month mm-hmm. PM. So you can still fit it in like in a conventional way. Okay. But I really wanted to like, cause you hear a lot about like all these big companies. You're like, oh, this is what the environment like, this is that. And I think those are useful and like fairly accurate. But like, I'm, 
a little bit like hands on. I'm like, I want to see for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so, see if this is actually true. <laughs> yeah, so like that was part of it, right? I was like, I was like, I, I personally, I want to try like different environments because like I don't want a scenario where like I'm 12 months somewhere and like I don't like love it. Right, and you have yeah. to like just kind of like fake your way through it or things like that. You've committed for yeah. that, so you don't want to, you know. Yeah, so like I was like, I feel like with this way, and also it's you appreciate a lot more what you have when you know what what else is out there, right? You're like, oh gosh, there's like awful things out there. Like, I'm like, <laughs> or like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. I thought this was the norm. You know what I mean? So like, due to those reasons as well as I was like, I think this play might be best. Nice, and I guess um, a lot of students have that question of you know, splitting it up or doing the more conventional way. But another question a lot of people are asking too is if they want to do PY at all. So mm-hmm. was that something you ever considered? Like if you just wanted to, you know, let me finish fourth year and then move on to like industry right away or let me like delay that graduation one more year to, you know, stay, stay young for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm actually, I'm going to touch on, like, the first part of that question in terms of, like, the whole, like, splitting up or doing, like, the conventional yeah. PUI. Um, I think it's really important just to highlight, like, the splitting it up, like, as I said, like, like no regrets, like, I really enjoyed it, but, like, it is a bit stressful in the sense of, like, not mm-hmm. knowing, like, what's coming up next. Yeah. Um, and, like, you're constantly just, like, you know, you're, like, constantly on your email, just, like, I'm curious, like, what's, what's my next move? And, like, there's a lot of, like, as I said, a lot of big decisions that you have to make with that. Um, so, like, if you're down for that, I support it. But, like, I want to really point that out. Just, like, people don't... You can't you know just I mean? park your LinkedIn for a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. But then in the whole sense of, like, if you want to do PUI or not, honestly, I think if you... You should definitely do an internship, like, during your, like, sleep. Because, like, actually, yeah. you need it for 600 yeah. hours, right? Yeah. So, you should definitely do an internship, like, during your summer. Um, in terms of, like, if you want to do PUI or not, I think it should really boil down to, like sort of if like if you get an internship for like four months at like your dream company like at that point you kind of know like this is where i want to end up right Mm -hmm. so at that point then if you don't want to do py kind of makes sense but like and i know there's a lot of flexibility in terms like when you decide if you're doing py right so like you can wait till you get your first internship and then decide and be like oh i'm gonna like withdraw from my py i'm just gonna go back going to fourth year but like hey i'm gonna do my py now and i know py office is flexible in that sense um, so yeah, that's my big thing. Like, cause like, if not, then maybe the, like the whole, like working fully will make you a more like viable candidate to then apply to like your dream company. Right. So if you don't get yeah. that initially, you can't say that's like, you know, like a second try, but not like better and stronger and like go at it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think, uh, that's about what we have for our second segment. Um, so our final kind of wrap up is, uh, lightning round of just like um <laughs> Quick questions, questions about like some experience it's like first one um have you ever like bad, bad mouth someone with like the mic on by accident like have you been in a meeting and you're like oh like i hate this person <laughs> um, i'm happy to say i have not <laughs> um have you ever taken like a three-hour lunch or a really really long breakout work <laughs> you don't put on the status on busy when you're not actually busy <laughs> I have traveled on a work day to the state. How <laughs> <laughs> long was this travel? Um, um it was it, it was two connecting flights. <laughs> yeah. The important question, did you get caught? I did not. I took a meeting in the airport and there was an announcement overhead. 
and I coughed aggressively through all the <laughs> <laughs> So I can mute myself. <laughs> Sorry. And then I muted myself. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the highest level of executive you've talked to at work and like how did it go? Oh, damn. Um, I think I, I got a chance to speak to my manager's manager. I can't remember what his position was. And like it went really well. We had like two one on ones and like I believe his name was Amarillo and he was great. Like we talked about like his like uh, star path, like his career and that was really good. But I think the highest person I have spoken to, like I spoke to the CEO of Twitter at um, wow. a lesbian convention. That's yeah, like, really? Wow, like, that like, is so cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think I have a picture of him too. That's cool. Oh my That's god. Really cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, what's your go-to interview fit? Like your little fit check before your interview? <laughs> <laughs> um I have that's actually funny, I had an interview pass that like I think it was like a like an eighty percent success rate. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like like a checkered pants and I wear like a like a black a button up. So are you like a suit and tie kind of guy or like a turtleneck? No, 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 no. Uh, just like uh, like, like a button up shirt but no tie, like okay. one okay. and done and like just and like comfy kind of, yeah. Even in like, uh, what's it called, online interviews, do you still put the fit on, like no sweatpants? <laughs> no, online interview, I still dress top to bottom. Okay, I don't, okay. I don't okay. risk it, I don't no. risk it. Because like, what if I want to grab some, I don't know, I just... So you never know when they'll hit you with like, oh, let's have a quick stretch oh, break. Okay. Like, <laughs> Good not to know. Any, you're not wearing any pants or something. You're like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> it turns yeah. off. The I, I stressed before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a networking like elevator pitch you normally use? We're not going to ask you to you do it. To but, it. Yeah, but. Um, no, I don't think I do. No, I like to just like. It's always impromptu. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it, it's not, it sounds a lot more genuine. It's almost like a script. People can easily tell. That's true. Yeah. Um, so like, what's the funniest thing that happened to you in an interview? Ah, um, God, that's, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I had, I had an interviewer come into my call. Like, I had an interviewer mid me coding, tell me one second, he'll be right back, and I should continue. So he was no longer in the call, and I couldn't do my whole, like, don't let there be silence, because it's oh, just, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he came back with wine. <laughs> Interesting. And, and crossed his leg and, like, backed up and was just sipping. <laughs> what did you did you respond to it like did you no i like, like where's like, my glass yeah <laughs> like i i just go to the question i'm like rose he's like yeah i'm like nice <laughs> <laughs> i was like did you acknowledge it or were you just no, like I, I, I had to i had to yeah so that, that was very interesting and um <laughs> have you started saying any like more words like i've added any like vocab from like work like corporate jargon that you started to say uh um yeah um, I, I, um, I use like IB, so like that's from like Bloomberg, like instant Bloomberg, like oh, I'm gonna IB them, like you're gonna message them. I use that like for a bit, just cause like we said it so much. <laughs> yeah. So like you're talking to your friends, you're like, oh, I'll just uh, IB you, and then like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. And just like a final um, way to end it off, like what's, what are you looking forward to next on your uh, journey? Um, I'm looking forward to getting a full time offer. <laughs> um, and honestly, I'm just I'm looking forward to honestly entering the industry. Right, I I really I really hope I'm able to like continue to make an impact. You know, in the whole sense of like, I wanna I wanna keep growing as a software engine. Like, hopefully, get involved with some cool and interesting technologies. And 
climb the corporate ladder. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks so much for um, for coming through and being our second um, podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a genuine, like, delightful conversation. Y'all are sick. <laughs> Stay tuned for our next episode. Um, we will not reveal our guest yet, but uh, we'll find out soon.